All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Heather Remchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. Boy, oh boy, that Andre Vasilevsky guy is pretty good, eh? Let's get into it. With not sure why I stuttered. There's a ton of <laughs> lot of dramatic. Well, we got there. into it with I, the lead. I We're feel like now. after 280 episodes, I would have nailed down not the <laughs> rhythm of this show. But anyway, welcome to Oilers Nation every day with not Tyler Yurimchuk, but Liam and Dan. Woo! We're here. We did it. That's Walk what it was, Liam. It was because they said Tyler in the in the uh, I, preamble I, there. I truly was thinking about that, and I thought, I wonder if I could change that. <laughs> in the moment, that? And I, I stumbled across myself. But <laughs> either way, but welcome into the Sports Closet Studio, Sherwood Park Mall, St. Albert Mall, Kingsway Mall. <laughs> I look so good today. <laughs> Damn right, he does. <laughs> I went to Sports Closet the other day. Great. Great deals in there. And as soon as you walk in, a ton of nation gear too. Yeah, a ton in the shirt park. Well, yeah. and the staff there, I I have to shout them out because every time I go in, it's I, I I guess I'm like socially awkward and I don't mm-hmm. like talking to people. But every time I go in there, I get caught up in a conversation, like an in-depth sports yeah. conversation with somebody at the at the company there. I uh just on my show at Park Mall. Adventures. Yeah, forgot to mention. Did I go? I went last night. Yeah, you I, texted me, weird. Tyler. I want you to update the people. Okay. <laughs> so I did a little Christmas shopping yesterday, ah. and um, <laughs> so I went to Indigo, and I was buying my stuff. And the girl who was serving me, she's like, "Thought I might see you here one day." I was like, "What do you mean?" She's like, "Well, you always take phone calls at the mall." It's <laughs> like, "Yep." Oh hey, my god! Yeah, Liam, you have become a mall walker. I'm a mall. local celebrity at Shirt yeah, Park yes. Mall. I'm a mall guy now. Well, there you have it. Sure I've Park never mall. seen you there yet, so I'm excited for the day I bump into you. A little sneaky. I moved out of Sherwood Park when you guys uh, came in. It was. Uh, I'm a lifer, buddy. Hey, fair enough. <laughs> uh, over in the Finning Cat YouTube chat. Daki with the first comment of the day. What did he say? Well, we had to lose one eventually. Better to lose a game we should have won than the one we completely dominated in. And I think that's that's fair to say, right? Like the others were probably the better. Well, not probably. They definitely were the better team last night. Mm-hmm. But that's what you ha- what's what happens when you play with fire a little bit, right? Like you let Tampa Bay linger. And then all of a sudden they score three goals in the third period, which 
Blame whoever you want. At the end of the day, the offense couldn't get it done in the second period too. I know they scored three goals, but the team also finished with 54 shots on net, right? Mm-hmm. Vasilevsky's a very good goalie, and that's what's going to happen when your team isn't playing too well in front of you. Your goalie's got to make some saves sometimes, and Stuart Skinner didn't do it yesterday, but don't think it's fair to put... Sorry, I should word that differently. It's fair to put the result of last night on Stuart Skinner, because he put it on himself, firstly. Mm -hmm. But also, let's not pretend that Stuart Skinner's been a bad goalie during his last Thank you. So I guess, Dan, before we get into the scoring summary, what were your your first thoughts? First thought of last night's game. Yeah, I mean, I think you put it really apropos when you said that uh, that the Oilers have been playing with fire a little bit. We talked about it on After Dark, After the Devils game. Uh, you know, or sorry, I'm looking at you, Liam, and I'm <laughs> meaning to look at Aaron. Uh, we talked about it on After Dark about with the power plays and and taking on <laughs> taking on some of that risk. There he is, uh, <laughs> taking on some of that risk. There, you just you you play with fire. You saw what the Tampa Bay Lightning did at the start of that game. They just came out and they are a good hockey team still. Yeah. And you know that power play is deadly. The passing play for the Stamkos goal was just, it was as, as it was as if the Oilers weren't on the ice and Tampa was just playing the game themselves. So, you know, it, it happens. You're going to lose those games. For me, the fact that this team didn't just wilt and die after two, nothing. That's a big, that's a big plus for me. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and we talked about this as well on ONR on Tuesday, Liam, this is this is now a moment for Chuck Knobloch, Chuck Knobloch, for Chris <laughs> Knobloch to uh, to really show what he's got with this team and what he can do with this team now that we've got a little bit of adversity here. Yeah, this will this will be the the point for him, right? To see mm-hmm. what, how they come and bounce back tomorrow against Florida. And the nice thing is they don't have to wait very long. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. right back at it against a tough opponent, and well, they should have won that game. That's exactly they should have won that game. And somebody put in the chat here it was a. Uh, Barbershop window, ha ha ha. Skinner has been awful. The team in front of him has bailed him out. Well, over this A-game stretch, Stuart Skinner has a 907 save percentage at five on five and a 230. What goals a game hockey average. games are you watching if you're gonna even make that statement? Right That's now? it's like can you read numbers or do you watch the game? That is that is a crazy statement. It's make. a hard sell for me. I get it as Oiler fans, like we yes, we don't have Vasilevsky in the net, and so I understand that sentiment, but you know, <laughs> the guy had won what five out he of won, the seven that we had seven won in a row in that streak. Well, yeah, but wasn't Pickard in Pickard was in for one. But two, but Stu won seven. Stu had won seven. Oh, okay, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I like it's. I think maybe six, whatever. Like it's just it's tough when you got the start of the season that he had. Now coupled with that win streak, people are just going to instantly react when he goes back to that for a moment. You hope that it is just a moment, and he comes back against the Flames or the Panthers. Sorry. Okay, I see your comment, Naeem. And was brought this up to me too. Liam Skinner is a negative goal saved above expected during a stretch. It's minus 0.44. Why is that? Like, like come on. That's what like, we, can't, we can't nitpick this stuff like that. Like, Skinner's been good, and you can say he hasn't stolen games, but honestly, when have the Oilers needed him to? He had a shutout against Washington. He allowed one goal against Winnipeg, which was a very tight hockey game, made some mm-hmm. big saves. In the second and third period, they allowed one goal against Carolina on 39 shots. One goal against Chicago the other day, too. Like, yes, he hasn't stolen them a game, but also he's not really needed to steal them a game. I'm not sitting here and defending that last night. Again, it was his fault. He was bad (laughs) in the third period. He should have stopped all three of those goals. The What was it? It would have been the third goal from Stamkos, which tied the game. Terrible rebound. Great hand-eye by Stamkos to bang that one out of the air. but. You can't let a rebound fly like that up nope. in the air. The second one as uh, in the period, which was Kucherov, which would have been the fourth goal, Cody CC tied him up pretty well. Kucherov stuck with it, kind of unraveled himself. Skinner, you don't poke check that, buddy. Like, cover yeah. that up. Yeah. You're close enough to that. You're going to dive, lunge out and poke check it, dive out and, conf- and and jump on it, right? And then, uh, what was it, the fifth one, Sam Coates. Like They kind of blamed Bouchard a little bit on the broadcast, which I thought mm-hmm. was weird, seeing... He was in the shooting lane. I was like, no, that was that was a bad goal to allow. Yeah. He was bad yesterday. And it's gonna happen. Of course it is. I'm sure, if you go back and look at other goalies in the league too, they would have a bad time. Vasilevsky has had bad games. Yes. Yes. Like it's just I 
I don't know. I, I, I see the chat, which is my first mistake. I know I shouldn't read the comments, but no, I'll read them. No, you read know, them. they're asking, they're asking, do we watch the games? Absolutely. We do. We watch all of the games, not just the one game that we're watching uh, in that moment. And you have to look at the totality of the season. Did, was the effort we got out of Stuart Skinner last night? Good enough. No, no. But would I take what he's done over those previous seven games with that one bad every time, every day of the week? Absolutely. So it's, yeah, I mean, I'm an Oilers fan and uh, I've watched the games. I've watched all of them. He loses the yesterday's game. You see some of the stuff, the, some of the issues that happened earlier in the season creeping back in yesterday's game. So I understand why people are worried, but it's not that big of a deal yet. Um. There's a question in there. I think it was JT. I think his name's Joel JT. Sorry, I'm it scored by. He asked is Skinner a 1A goalie? I think yes, he still it would be my 1A goalie. I I don't think the Oilers need to rush out and address the issue today, but I think they need to kind of speed up this goalie process. I think Pickett is has been very good. There it is, uh, JT. Yeah, Pickett's been very good when they've had to call upon him in the three games that he's played. But it's evident now that you can't ride Skinner for super long, right? Like yep. they've played him, what would that be? Eight of the nine, eight of the last nine, seven of the last nine, whatever it would have been. They need another guy to step in there and help him. He's legit. He's also like 24 years old too. That's in the second year in the league. That's the, that would be my caveat to that question is just that he is still young for a goalie. And so therefore you don't give up on him. My, my, pushback and again what would kind of follow what Liam said there is you do go out and you are looking I think as a GM you're actively looking for you know that other option to be able to dispel uh, Skinner out of the night out of the net when he doesn't when he doesn't have it and doesn't necessarily need to be the workhorse for this team but yeah I think you have a great goaltender that is going to continue to round into form. Yeah, I think so too. Braden said, truthfully, if Stu can go on this these kind of runs where he has seven, two-thirds of a good game in a row before falling apart, I think I could take that 10 out of 10 times. I agree. And look, yep. like, I think another layer of this as well is Skinner is in a situation that the Oilers weren't prepared to have him in. Like the entire time he's been here, it was yep. supposed to be him and Campbell being the two goalies to yep. go back and forth and kind of bounce off each and other. And Smith before that. And Smith a little bit before that too. But specifically last season to this season, it's been such a roller coaster with Campbell. You could argue Pickett's the most sustainable goalie he's had as a partner, right? Like it's been a bit unfair on Skinner. So I think it's fair to be critical of him today, but don't sit there and pretend that Stuart Skinner hasn't been good. That's, you know yep. what I mean? Thank you. I want to go here. There's a comment here from Philip, and he said, "What do you got, Phil? He's not a legit or playoff goalie. If you can't run him for a bit, you play every second day in the playoffs. Like Naeem was just saying that he can't make a run or whatever. Now he played bad yesterday. Do not get me wrong. You're also not going to play great every single game. You're a goalie, but if these numbers for the last seven games in a row are not good goaltending, and what you just said, Philip, <clears throat> that is." a seven game playoff series in a row right there of seven games playing yeah, well. Yep. So that those two things do not compute together. I don't really know what to tell you. Stuart Skinner has had good runs. Sure. He has bad, bad games. I see somebody else in here said that we we're ripping on Skinner when this wasn't the position Skinner was supposed to be. And yeah, we exactly. signed to Jack Campbell. Mm-hmm. Skinner was supposed to be the one B He is a young player. He's done pretty damn good with where we're going here. Some people here said he's an all-star because Oiler fans voted for him. Sure, whatever. He was good care. last season. You could not look me in <laughs> the on. eyes and say he wasn't good last year. Hold on. A fan base yeah. <laughs> voted for a person more than the other fan bases voted for their person and were upset about that? What? I don't understand <laughs> that because he was an all-star last year. I like the the revisionist history is just nonsensical you can't you can't tell me that Stuart Skinner wasn't the all-star of the Pacific Division last year that's that's yeah. just an undeniable fact but because of injuries because of whatever whatever issues you want to look at there but taking it back to this season uh, yeah I don't know man we have to we have to look at the, the grand resume of the games and Stuart Skinner is trending upwards not downwards yeah uh, Philip I see your comment there again too just saying I said that you can't run Skinner for long lengths, you really can't, but you need two goalies in the playoffs anyway. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's tough, right? Like you look at Vegas last year, I know they got injured, yeah. but 
they still have to use a couple of goalies in there. Sometimes it's going to happen where your other goalie needs to come in and, and win you a game, which you always got from Campbell last year. And again, that was probably an issue on Woodcroft not playing Campbell in a game mm-hmm. in the playoffs. But that's kind of a, a different situation all in itself. But we may as well go through the, uh, the scoring of everyone. Yeah, because the others did have four goals. There was a lot of scoring. There was a lot of good scoring last night. So let's get into that. Uh, We'll give this one to Star Mechanical, Aaron. Let's go. Star Mechanical, 20 years in the business. Tyler's family runs a show over there. (laughs) If you actually pull it, do do we have the picture? You can see Tyler in the picture. Uh, I don't have it anymore. I don't have it anymore. (laughs) Oh, wait, I might. There you go. Star (laughs) Mechanical. It's coming. It's coming. Keep that thing <laughs> on me, buddy. Oh, wait. These guys, I don't know if these are Tyler's family members. But probably, I, you could probably. tell me they were. Yeah. Aaron and I were driving around the city and just to show West Arm Mechanical Reaches, they're everywhere. Then we saw three trucks on our way to mm-hmm. an event for yep. the Oilers Nation once. Yep. So pretty big of Star Mechanical to get out there from. <laughs> uh, first goal of the game, Steven Stamkos. I mean, Kind of just an elite goal, really, right? And also, you know, there's a bit unlucky in the sense of Derek Ryan breaking his stick on the power play. But a tough time for, for Leon Dreisaitl to take a penalty in the opening minutes of the game. Not the way you want to start off a game against the three-time Stanley Cup champions. Nope. Nope. And it, to me, again, it, you know, you just it was a statement from the Tampa Bay Lightning that they were there to play. And the Oilers were going to have to figure it out to be able to match up to that intensity. Yeah, this the, so there's not really much to talk about in this goal. I mean, it is what it is. Power play goal. You're not going to stop Stamkos too often on those. The only player to score more power play goals in the NHL that's active, Dan, is... Leon Dreis. Alexander. Oh, Alexander. Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought we were going Oilers with this. Ooh. I don't know. Uh, Drysaddle's third. Ah. So there you go. Um, second goal. I I caught this goal and I went out to the mall, like I said, <laughs> and I was listening on the radio and Rob Brown brought up a really good point. This goal interference, are you surprised the Oilers didn't challenge this goal? Consider it. My argument for them to challenge it too is the fact of how good the penalty kill has been. I know they had allowed one in this game, but up until this game, they had been electric. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think... I I find it hard to to tell any team to challenge for anything at this point because I don't know what the rule because is. who knows what is going to be the ruling um, other than Evander Kane's the other night against New Jersey that was that was, that was textbook evident yeah um, but yeah I I I could have seen that going either way and I don't think I would have wanted to have the team go to on another penalty kill down to nothing so the reason like some people would argue that maybe Kulak helped him in there but like Glenn Denon made his way into the crease on his own mm-hmm. and then didn't get out. And yeah. then if you look at Skinner's positioning on the goal too, this replay, it doesn't really give a good angle to be honest. Think of it just as what actually happened, but like Skinner's a mile away yeah, because he's kind of been nudged out a little bit. I think the others would have had a pretty good case to challenge that one. And I, I get it too, because then if you, if you fail and this, and it's a goal, then you're on the penalty kill and maybe you're down three, nothing. So that's kind of, a good reason why not to do yeah. it. But at the end of the day, like, I don't know. I think you take the risk on that one, to be honest. I, I kind of like the, I like the move of just betting on your team to be able to overcome that one goal as opposed to again. Yeah. just risking getting that second goal. So I, I, I don't know. I, I think the, I think the, the fans most of all wanted that review, but yeah, not for me. Yeah. I'm just catching up in the chat here. Philip, he agreed. He was yelling at his TV. There Phillip, you go. Phillip's getting a lot of... Chat was on fire last night in yeah. After Dark, and it's heating up again there right now. Where's Wise Kyle? <laughs> Stay out, Wise Kyle. Philip <laughs> <laughs> even said Ovi, Dan. Ah, he called the Ovi call where I was insane dry as I thought we were leading in Oilers content. There's a... It's a weird chat today. I'll be honest. It's it's a shame that when the Oilers lose, there's so much negativity despite them winning the eight games in a row. Like, I'm not going to gatekeep your responses. Like, you can say whatever you want yeah. about this team. I just think it's I think it's a little bit unfair to to sit here and just blame Skinner and say he's not being good when the past two weeks no one has batted an eyelid of how good or bad Stuart Skinner is. Like. Hey, if you want to come in here and, and say that kind of stuff, like why is Kyle does every single day to his yep. credit? <laughs> He's Look, consistent. Guy loves Jack Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else says anything, but all of a sudden Skinner has one bad game, which 
results in the others losing and all of a sudden the sky is falling on. I just don't think it's very fair. I mean, like, I get it. I understand yeah, it from I, a I perspective. It. I get it too. I yeah, it's just, it's I just, it. yeah, and you don't have to agree with it. But you know, it, there was there is games where the Oilers' offense wins the game for them, and the goaltending doesn't win the game for them. And then yeah. there's a very few it, this season. It is what it is. But a very few games where the goalies do win the game for us. It just I don't know. It's a give and a take. And I sat in this couch like three weeks ago talking about 27 different cuts. We've just gone and won, rattled off seven wins in a row now, folks. We lost one game and the ceiling has fallen in again. I don't know. I'm not there for it. But do you know what this now starts? The next run. There's a possibility of winning another eight games, Aaron, (laughs) which would solve all our issues, which you can also buy now at Nation Gear, Dan. Did you know Ah. you have a new t-shirt? I have heard the rumor. It is a fantastic piece of art that Eric made up on the spot yesterday (laughs) during our show. $35 over at Nation Gear, limited time offer. Look at that. We're just one eight game here away from solving all our problems. If we would have won nine in a row, this wouldn't have made a ton of sense. That's fair, yeah. Hey, shout out the boys. Shout out to Kind of poetic that it ended last night, to be honest. Go get your t shirts right now. NationGear.ca. And shout out to the people. That have oh, that have actually bought yes. these. Yeah. I got word from Maddie today that they are actually being bought. Shout out to all of you. You want to show you're an OG? You're an OG Oilers Nation Everyday member. Well, I think I think that'll that'll show it pretty well, obviously right there. I think the office bears a little bit of a blame for breaking this streak as well. I don't know if you guys saw, but Wanye called out us all on social media yeah. yesterday for our garbage can etiquette. I'm, I know I'm throwing a left ball or a curveball here at your air and you don't have it up on the screen, but uh, our garbage can was overflowing. Yeah. I, do, I don't know if he knew, but we have a superstition in the office, or I do, that I don't empty the garbage during a win streak. You will or won't? I won't. Oh. I will not empty the garbage during a win streak. And then the garbage got emptied yesterday and we lost. So I'm just saying, I think we have to leave that garbage can alone until the Oilers lose and then we can take out the trash. Nova made a great point. Jay was early for our show yesterday, Dan. Usually he joins at like 103 or 1203. Yeah, he showed up at 57. Yeah. <laughs> he was he early. I like this. I like I like the looking internally. I like looking within it's instead us, of not you. Exactly. <laughs> we we don't need to blame Skinner for every loss. We can blame ourselves. The, uh, we'll I find know a way. We got the garbage one, but we did just get a new garbage can at Nation HQ. It's a bit smaller. It is. It it's, is tiny. Not, it's tough to keep makes that thing. makes winning, the streaks look really <laughs> good though. <laughs> when you win in eight games in a row, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying we're not emptying our garbage cans ever again until the others lose. Yo, uh, hand up, Dan. I didn't know that was even a thing. <laughs> oh, there he is. Funny man. Hey, wise Kyle, you're back. Jack Campbell oh. had a 941 last game. Also had a better goal saved above expected since April 1st. I thought it was March. So 1st. it was March. Yesterday, yesterday you said March April. 1st. Did, did an NHL team get to play against the Condors? <laughs> And he got a 941 save against them because like, I, I respect Jack Campbell. I, 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 I hope think, he, I hope he turns there. Yeah. He has to, for the Edmonton Oilers sake, he has to, um, but yeah, stop forcing him to have to come up as well. Like I, I think we saw it, you know, he brings in legacy. They have a streak of three or four games. And then we started talking about it. Elliot Friedman mentions it. Uh, the Oilers, you know, media sphere is talking about it again. And then he goes and collapses again. It's just a, it's <laughs> Jack is checking in. Um, thank you for watching and checking in on the content, Jack. Uh, but yeah, I just, I think that I, I, it's, it's a matter of time until Jack is back with his organization. We have to try and figure out what the situation means, whether that's the ECHL or another team. I don't know, but yeah, just stop trying to force the guy up here. We've got a fine goaltending tandem in Stuart Skinner and Campbell or Pickard. Oh my God. I'm sorry, Kyle. I have to do this to you. I came prepared today. Aaron, you want all strength or five V five? Yeah, do all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> they both were. This is since March 1st of last year, I believe, is when you're He's still better. Wait, whoop, whoop, oh. whoop, whoop. sorry, Kyle. There you have it, folks. I don't think that's cor- correct. Wise Kyle. It's just, and it, like, stop making me shit on Jack Campbell, please. I hope he's the best. I hope he that's gets the up. thing. I, 
hope he figures it out so that he can come up here. But I also don't think he should come up here for the detriment of the team. But I don't want to talk about Campbell anymore, to be honest, because we got to talk about the second period, which is actually really good by the Edmonton Woo! Oilers. Great start. Don Nurse. They, they take the penalty, which wasn't great, obviously. Mm-hmm. Don Nurse has been unbelievable recently for this team, Dan. We haven't really heard your opinion on him on this show, so I just want to know what you think of Daryl. Well, I mean, Daryl Fonoris is trending. The totality of uh, the totality. The, <laughs> the issue for Darnell Nurse has never been anything to do with his on ice play, in my opinion. It was the fact that he was offered a contract and he agreed to said contract. And that really is just kind of the part that fans just can't dispense themselves up. And I get that. For me, uh, Darnell Nurse does everything that you would want a top left defenseman to do for you. He's aggressive. He hits, he's, he plays good, solid defense. He is always chipping in on the offense. We love seeing, and we get, I think uh, other fans get excited now seeing Cody CC chip in and Brett Kulak come in on the, on the wing, Matthias Ekholm down on the goal line. We love that stuff when it's, when it's positive, Darnell nurse does that all the time. So I mean, you, you know, you you get you get your you get your embarrassment of riches, and he's removed a lot of the like the 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 weak pinches and the the soft plays and the mistakes out of his game to really just yeah I guess be in that Norris conversation. I I have a feeling him and Evan might steal he'll, some he'll, of the votes. He'll but. never be he'll never be a finalist. No, no, but top 10, top five. Like, he, I think he might get some recognition, yeah. which is fair, but like he just won't, he'll never have the offensive numbers. Yeah, and that's a shame. And that's that, the thing. The yeah. award shouldn't be who's the best offensive defenseman. It yep. should be who is the best defenseman. Nick Lidstrom broke the Norris Trophy Award, and it'll never be the same again. How so? By just putting, so by good. racking up a stupid amount of points yeah. and being a good defenseman, but now everybody assumes that you have to be a good defenseman and rack them out, rack up a stupid amount of points. That's why Mike Green has won the Norris Trophy. That's why I think Evan Bouchard actually has a chance. Yep. And that's I think Evan Bouchard would steal votes from Darnell in that scenario, and I think Evan is going to be the one from the Oilers that has more votes. Last night, Darnell Nurse outshot his opponent sixteen to seven. Fortunately, was on the ice for. Two goals against, but I think they were both they were both in the third period. If yeah, you but he talked a shorthanded he breakaway. Has, <laughs> he has nothing to do with them either. Like one of them was a Kutrov one where he was on the ice, which is a mistake. Yeah. You know, I think he was on the ice for the one previous before that too. But anyway, Connor McDavid. That kid can play too. I've heard pretty, some good things. Pretty sneaky goal on the power play. But the one I wanted to talk about before we move on to our other blue cross moment of the game, Zach Hyman might have scored the easiest goal of his life yesterday. And all he had to do was face the wrath of an Evan Bouchard <laughs> slap shot. <laughs> the, he's been unbelievable this season. I think he'll be an all-star. Yeah. I, like in Toronto this year too. That's the, that I think is kind of the catalyst. And I think that's why you'll probably see him end up getting a vote in there. Um, but I don't I think know. dry saddle will go. I think it'll be, I think if the others can get three, I think it'll be McDavid and Bouchard will both be put mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. And I think Hyman could be a fan vote, which yep. is a shame. That but then he's not an all-star because the fans voted. Sure. Him My apologies. <laughs> I think it's unfair that we get into an all-star debate, but like, it's stupid that you have to have everyone there. But yeah. It's, it should be whoever's the best, but it's a shame dry settle maybe wouldn't be there. But I again, think he just gets in in the vote. You think then, he'll just go in anyway? Yeah. I mean, he's like top 10 in the league score. I, I think it's just like, an, it's a default for fans now to just pick him. Yeah. But there you I, go. I could be wrong. Who knows? Alberta Blue Cross moment of the game coming up. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross, travel insurance, protects your memories, and more. Wherever travel takes you, visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel. For more information, they'll also be helping us out on our nation vacations, which you can get a hold of right now on nationgear.ca. We have two packages available. One of them is with a flight, which is $199.9. Yep. The other one is without a flight, but everything else, which is $999. Also, hello from Sweden. So go check those on nationgear.ca right now. We're going down, I believe this is family day long weekend, right? Mm-hmm. I think you're correct, yes. Down to the Mole Arena, which will be a a big game if things kind of keep trending the way they are for both Edmonton and Arizona. So very fun one. But Dan, before we get to 
Aaron's conversation with one of our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. I want to hear what your Alberta Blue Cross memory of the game was last night. Well, I'm going to go back to the guy we just spoke about, and it's going to go out to Darnell Nurse for his goal in the second period to uh, be able to take us back into the game, bring us back into the game. But I think it was like, that's just a moment for me for his whole game. Uh, The Oilers, I feel like up until about the 10 minute mark of that first period, we're not in this game really whatsoever. And then Darnell just kind of felt like he put the team on his back. He had a rush about 10 minutes into the, into the game. And from that moment on, the Oilers were like, Oh yeah, we can play with these guys. (laughs) And so, yeah, I'm going to give it to Darnell for, uh, for just kind of sparking this team and fueling that comeback. I love seeing that. I love seeing a comeback. That's the second time during this little streak too, because he did it obviously against Winnipeg, a bit more of a fortunate goal, but, Big goal, nevertheless, yep. and both of them were massive. Uh, Aaron, before we get to yours quickly, mine is just, you said it kind of off the top, I think it was on the show, um, just the resilience from the teams mm-hmm. and not kind of give up at the end. We haven't really covered that part, so I just want to give them a bit of appreciation for that. That, yeah. that group of six players with the, the main power play in Evander game was out there for like five minutes, mm-hmm. and they were pushing, and I feel a bit bad for Bouchard for the goal that he allowed, but... I think he was just exhausted, to be honest. And yeah. You can't really criticize him. Maybe the Oilers should have rotated somebody in a little bit more, but they got the timeout. They had the power play, like yeah. situational. You got to take it as it is, right? So I'll give it for the resilience of the team to never give up. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> never give up, never back down. <laughs> what? Um, for me, my Alberta Blue Cross moment, we just touched on it, but it's the boosh bomb from the point mm-hmm. and Zach Hyman eating that one and the visual of him standing over the net and his two hands are up, just staring at it. I couldn't get enough of it. It was a tough game last night, right? It's tough when you play that well. I can argue pretty much every single skater. I said last night, maybe besides Evander Kane, everybody was pretty dialed in. It sucks that it comes at the hands of Stuart Skinner. He owned it in his, that could also be my other moment of the game was Stu's post-game interview. He just took it all on the chin and said, nobody in that room should feel bad, whatever. This is all on me. And that's easier said than done, right? To take it all on and do it. And he looked at the camera, eye contact, everything. So I like that from Stu for a young goaltender. I'm with you, Aaron. Let's uh, let's take a look at the video. Then you spoke with Kendall. Kendall. Shout out Kendall. Take a look, people. I didn't didn't got my haircut before. They're the strongest (laughs) skater. In fact, I'm still not the strongest skater right now, yeah. but I would say I got a lot of great memories being on the outdoor rink as a young kid, packing some hot chocolates. Yeah. I was too young to drink coffee back then, so some hot chocolates. Do you ever have any memories like that out there? Oh, yeah. we. Um, I feel like my dad really wanted me probably to play hockey, <laughs> but I wasn't like... <laughs> You know, he's like, okay, let's try. And like, he tried to teach me to skate. And like, I can skate really well. It's the stopping. 
that is the problem. I can stop right. I have a very hard time stopping left. And I glide. I glide off the ice hey. real hard. And then it's like the end where the boards come and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, they come up fast. They okay? do. They come, they come very up very fast. fast. I can confirm stopping left is very hard, but stopping right is much easier. Something funny over there, Dan? I just read one of the comments. <laughs> Which one? Sorry. I don't know. I can't see it anymore. Oh, is this a reality show of boardsy speed dating? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was They're all gone. There's so many comments in a row. Nice. Uh, out you, Lance. I was... Uh, <laughs> It could be a segment idea. I found out yesterday, actually, just on your topic there of skating at ODRs, I don't own a pair of skates. I thought what? I did. No. Like, like, I can skate. I, like, I've been skating wow. in the last like couple of years. Well, actually, last, last winter, I went skating. Yesterday, my dad called me and was like, hey, you have my hockey skates, and I'm going to Jasper this weekend. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't own hockey skates. <laughs> thought I did. But they have it. Um... Just going back to the Finning Cat YouTube chat, just a couple of couple of things in here. Philip, again, my love for Philip. Uh, moment of the game is when John Cooper decided to play Vasilevsky. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Just unbelievable goaltender. Sometimes you just gotta appreciate it, I guess, and watch. watch the old- Not in the moment. Hey, like I don't get me wrong, I was pissed last night <laughs> seeing him stop all those, and some of them were unbelievable. At the end, you're like, ah, you know what, like. Probably deserve to win the hockey game the way he was yeah. making those saves, right? Uh, Scott Aroni, how are you feeling today, Liam? How were the links yesterday? I golf on Wednesday, Scott Aroni, but thanks for asking. Rough. And I'll tell oh. you why quickly before we move on to a couple other things. But my friend, my friend was trying to give me some tips on I'm not a very good golfer. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I am. And I have a very ugly shot. I've Aaron seen it. It's disgusting. <laughs> But I'm like relatively average. It gets like, the job done. It gets the job done. Charles Barkley. I keep up with pace of play. I'll hit yeah. like a hundred with my friends. Like I'm nothing special. But yet the, my friend was trying to teach me how to shoot. And I shot like a, I think I shot a 49 on the front nine. And then on the back nine, he's like, just adjust this and this and this. And I hit like a 64. Oh. It was awful. I had the worst score of all my friends. There's 12 of us that go every Wednesday. Absolute disaster. So I'm just going to, I'm going to have to go to the range. And Did you get cheesecake as well? No, I didn't get a cheesecake this time. I know, but I wanted to get the cheesecake last time because the others were playing. I just ate recently before, so I'm just impressed you found a golf course that's open. It's virtual golf. golf. T- <laughs> it's awesome. It's hard to find the ball the for that 48 <laughs> shot in the snowbank, but he did it. Okay, so we've covered the first. Hey, Braden says, Liam, don't call yourself nothing special. You're an absolute gem, buddy. Thank you very much, uh, Braden. Appreciate that. There's a second period. I got no to answer the question to Christopher Palmer. I am not coming to Arizona with you guys, but man, oh man, are you going to have a blast? Because I was a part of planning this. Yeah, it's going to be a very fun trip. I I'm really excited to go. Last nation vacation I went to was um, Vegas. Vegas. There you go. Which was amazing. Well, it's such a fun time. I mean, it's Vegas at the end of the day, right? But even oh, not even the fun. stuff that you do, <laughs> like outside of your time doing Oilers stuff, but like the actual events itself, like going to the game is awesome. The, the, the unplanned pregame and stuff yeah. that you have is really fun. Yeah. The watch party the night before, the chaos of them not having the game ready to go. That was insane. And nobody knew and Dan just got it done, which was incredible. So that was really cool. But yeah, the nation vacations, I'm really excited. Christopher Palmer said actually in the chat, he's a little bit further up right now, but um, him and McMullen are going to Dallas. Oh yeah. The game before they play and McMullen, I went to the game with him oh. the other week and he was telling me that he's trying to get to every single arena in the NHL. Smart. So he's That's been so to, cool. I think he's been to Quite a few on the western side of like Seattle, he went to right, like a few others on this side. So he just died, so he's breaking it down over this next couple of years. So good luck on your mission. Well, and that brings up a great point too about nation vacations. And one of the things that I just love so much about them, and of course, I was the person that was coordinating them for a long time, so I got a little bit more access to people, but is just being able to meet other Euler fans and hang out and talk to them. And the Utah guys, there's just so <laughs> there's so many people that you're going to meet, and the Utah boys is a perfect example of a group of people that came up to Edmonton, met us, and then we've become best friends ever since. And I talk to people that have come on the nation vacations to Calgary. I've come on, they've come on nation vacations to Vegas. They've come to Nashville. We talk to them all. You create a friendship, you create 
you know, bonds. It's just a, it's a great thing. So I'm excited to see the mall covered in orange and blue. Yeah. Cause it's not that big and we yeah. travel and you guys are going to be loud. It's going to be loud and very orange. So I'm very yes. excited for that. It'll be absolutely. Cool. Uh, before we move on some NHL news, Dan, I got to tell you about Billard Power Sports and Marine. I've heard about this. It's quite a, it's exciting, quite, quite an intriguing, intriguing thing they've got going on there. Eight weeks till the grand opening of show of Power Sports and Marines the heart showed park right by showed ford i think we need to do a photo shoot in some boats i did um i did a live oh, we're did, gonna be doing some stuff in I, yeah. I did a live on on location <laughs> ad read for them nice i would pull it do we have it still no. <laughs> <laughs> i bet i could get it <laughs> they have fishing boats pontoon boats atvs side by sides and motorcycles quite a variety of equipment going on there it showed power sports and marines so eight weeks of the grand opening go february. check that out february yeah um Last night in the NHL, something something happened. I don't think we see very often is a player got emotional in a post game. You see the Jordan Kyrie stuff. I did. So he made comments earlier in the day saying how, paraphrasing a little bit, but basically Craig Berube wasn't his head coach anymore, so he didn't have any comments about him. Mm-hmm. And then he went into that game and got booed, and got very emotional in the post game, being like my comments weren't intended to be anything disrespectful to Barube. Just, he's not my coach. Mm-hmm. Factual. That's a statement. factual statement. <laughs> yep. And now you've got one of the best players in on that team, on the Blues team, that isn't having a lot of success right now, but also kind of is at the same time, I suppose, like right in the mix, but they don't mm-hmm. want to be in the mix. And now you got 25-year-old future of your franchise like crying in a postgame. What, what, what are your thoughts on that day? Well, it's a couple things, right? So for Oilers fans, I'm an Oilers fan, I don't really know pretend to know much about the St. Louis yeah, Blues here. I did do a little bit of a dive into it yesterday. Found out that uh, apparently Cairo and Barube were quite close. Uh, that was that was something that was like discussed quite a bit in the fan base. Uh, so I think for fans, it was kind of it was a little confusing. It's two things for me, right? We've seen it with Woodcroft's uh, dismissal from the Oilers. It's <clears throat> I think it's more the fact that it's a support of Barube than it is a shot at Cairo. The organization let Barube go in the middle of the night, which is always a great thing to do for a fan base. Yeah. Really makes people super excited they when they get the blindsided. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact that he was home was a little bit, you know, of a help there. But yeah, so I mean, so there's that element of an organization has let go a liked coach. And then the first thing, the first opportunity that Blues fans get to hear about it, it, the media asks one of the former players, what do you think about it? So his statement is exactly like you said, very factual, very fact-based. But now you've got the Blues fans who are upset about Barube being gone. And they also have Jordan Cairo shitting on Barube in the internet age. So for me, there's a spot right there where the St. Louis Blues organization has to say, whoa, there's a fire on the internet, Jordan, and it's coming for you. Maybe just prepare yourself that they yeah. might not be happy with you tonight. So the organization doesn't warn him. The fans come out, they boo him, and he gets emotional about it. Yeah, uh, like. Man, you gotta, as an organization, I'm glad it's not the Oilers because there is a bunch of misses there as a franchise. But then on top of it, like for Jordan, it's like that those are your fans, buddy. Like, I don't know. There's, there's just, there's layers to this story and it's just not good because we want human from these players. Every time we get human from these players, we slap them in the face for it. They're going to stop giving it to us and we're all going to be left wondering why won't these players talk to us and be real anymore? Yeah, I, I thought it was a bit unfortunate. Like I said, like, I don't sit here and research the St. Louis Blues very often, but I know Kairou's maybe not having the season he would have wanted, like only five goals on the year compared to his 37 last year, I think. It's not great. I don't think it's fair for players to... Like, you shouldn't boo your own players, right? Like, even... Even in the sense mm-hmm. of like when, maybe I'm wrong on this, but like when Campbell would play, not to bring it back to, no, I don't yeah. think anyone ever yeah, booed I'm not him. him no. And when, even when he would make a save, he, like people would still soup, you know, like you got to be supportive of these guys. I'm not saying they're, they're sheltered from criticism because that would be wrong. You're allowed to criticize these plays. We've done it on the show. But to like, see someone get emotional, I, I just don't think that's very fair. And a lot of people were saying in like Twitter comments that like, hey, like St. Louis fans are, 
kind of ruthless, you know, like they've done. Yeah. Apparently there was a big thing with Kadri a couple of years ago too. Yeah. Because he, because he was dirty yeah. in their mind and they're not, they're not happy with him. And then, yes, of course you got your classless fans. I just think like, I think that this is like, it's just, it's fans and it's it, it, like, I think it's a societal thing as well. We don't have to go any deeper than that. But I just think that like, there's a lot of people that are just angry and they don't know who to be angry at. And that's a perfect example of something where they're just angry that Craig Berube is gone and they had nowhere to put that energy. And then all of a sudden, Cairo went out and opened his mouth. Yeah. This, uh, we may as well. QF Pro said this better than anyone. Christopher <laughs> uh, Palmer had a nice one too. Yeah, I should get that, that one? one up. I don't know. And then Damn followed thoughts. up by Maynard Nugent Spivey. <laughs> you can't boo a guy who walks his cat. Hey, not wrong. <laughs> I thought that was Jack Campbell. That said We're that getting one. it from all <laughs> angles right here. Yeah. So I, the, the Kairou thing, I just, I feel, I feel for the player, but I also feel for the fan base because you know what? Like they just wanted to cheer Barube and, and they, they came out the wrong way, but at the end of the day, it's going to be all in the wash next game and it'll be fine. Yeah. Well, next time he scores at home, they're going to go, they're going to go insane for him. I hope so. I hope this turns around very quickly, but this is, uh, this brings us to the menu, Dan. Is anybody DoorDash? Ding dong. Ding dong. For a limited time, our listeners can get, 25% 25% off and zero delivery fees on my first order of $15 or more. <laughs> thought it was 25 <laughs> When you download the DoorDash app, don't forget, use Nation25 as the code for 25% off your first order. DoorDash offer valid in Canada only, unfortunately. The Canadian menu. listeners of the show. My Australia boys who watch the show. And shout out to the, to the Swedish fan that yep. checked shout in. Out. And Germany, I think, is in the chat as well. And whilst we're at Let it, us know where you're watching from. Shout mm-hmm. out uh, Finland. Yep. Any other countries you want to? Estonia. 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 Big Estonia. Hey, actually, I saw something today. Speaking of Estonia. Wow. Um, Liam has content for everything. South Africa and Estonia were playing a qualifying game for the Olympics. And South Africa scored a goal. I believe it's like one of our first, like, Estonia's... Not an established hockey country, but like they play hockey there. There you go. South Africa, not so much. And right. they scored a goal against them. There wow. Watching. <laughs> Cheers. There you go. We got Germany. Uh-huh. Ah, there you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. I had a sense. I had a German in the chat. We got Regina. There you go. Regina. Remember the old Oilers roll call on Watch Twitter? The flag. Before every game, they used to ask people to say where you're watching from. <laughs> Lance, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> they do Wait, say to tell check us it. about the Estonia flag. The Estonia flag is three colors. It is white. Uh, what's that one? That's horizontal, right? Yeah. I believe it's white. Isn't it white, blue, and black? Those are the three colors. Is this an episode yep. of Big Bang Bl- Theory? Blue, black, and white. Yeah, blue, black, and white. Is this flags with Sheldon? I Amazing. love flags. Amazing. You, game. you need to have your own Aaron, YouTube channel for flag. this. I'll tell you what it is. A little after, I'll, I'll okay. guess it. All right. Uh, the menu. How about that uh, Leaves game last night? I said on this show that that game would go to overtime. I did not think when it was 5 nothing it would go ah, to overtime. You should have bet that, though. I should have. Jay bet that yesterday's game was going to go to overtime. But wild game is today for the Leaves. Ryan Reeves got hurt in a really weird way. Like standing up straight to the boards, and then he fell down the stairs. Yeah, he fell down the stairs. The, yeah, the old icing on the cake is the falling down the stairs afterwards. Man, it, that it, I think it was uh, Jay Rosehill I overheard on Leafs Morning Take uh, talking about how you know a guy in Ryan Reeves who has a big engine that needs to keep moving to uh, keep that metabolism and everything going and stay in playing shape for him to be out with a lower body injury is going to be impactful to that organization. It definitely will be Uh, six games on the NHL slate tonight. Well done NHL for scheduling games on a Friday night. You got the ducks, Rangers, Preds, hurricanes, Bruins, Islanders, excuse me, senators, stars, Sharks, Yotes, and Sabres, Golden Knights. Any of those stand out to you, Dan? No. Zero. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to watch I, any hockey tonight. I'm I have take the to, night off. I have to watch it for hockey fights purposes, but uh, I won't be tuning in to anything. Let's just say it that way. Yeah, that's fair enough. Kind of crazy NFL. Are you an NFL fan at all? I used to be. Yeah. Did you see the score? I bet the under. (laughs) Really? (laughs) For what team total? I teased it actually. I got it down to minus or what was it? Twenty three points. Three to twenty one. Eighty four points yesterday. Well, I mean, I saw the Raiders and the what was it? Chargers three nothing, and I thought, there's no way they're going (laughs) to score more than four points this game. 
Turns was a out, wild one. Uh, before we get to our Betway wrap, and I want to talk about the Wendy's game too. We're going to wrap gifts. Aaron, when do you spend your Friday nights? Oh, people, you know where I spend my Friday nights. It's Greta Bar Yag. It's Friday night tonight. Just check my watch. It's Turns Friday out, in fact, that you guys want to go get some drinks, get some good games, get some great, delicious street it's food. Friday they have the night. best stuff back there. Uh, it's going to be bumping all weekend and Saturday night. Little hockey night in Canada. You need a little pre gaming while you're watching pre gaming with Boardsy. I'll throw it up on Saturday. the TV. I don't know that to be fact, but I'll send <laughs> some texts. We'll see what we can do. Saturday. And then after the game, you can go check them out as well. And Dan, what day is that on again? Saturday. 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 Shout out Greta. They are the best in my personal favorite part of the city, but you already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> I like to just whisper things behind the microphone while you're talking, and I think it distracts the hell out of everybody, but I like to do it. It's my thing. <laughs> Aaron, Sorry. I see you've got a flag. I do. Huh? Okay, you ready? Yeah. Oh, you got the teaser already, though. But I mean, it doesn't. I still see. See, this is a trick question because this is two flags. I'm going to guess. This is Romania. Oh, I was going to guess and Romania. And also Chad. That's, uh, I Google Chad. Yeah. I, I was going to guess Romania if I'm Romania. honest. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'm just saying. One for one on Liam's flag. Should I start game. doing this? Just maybe every couple episodes. I, every episode. No, I want to do it to Tyler. Like I want. I'm. I'm. Tyler's not here, so I'll tell you guys. <laughs> he can't watch when <laughs> we do Liam's game on Wednesdays. I'm gonna start sending Aaron a flag. That's right. I'm gonna randomly throw it up at the end, and Tyler. I'm gonna. Be like, What's his flag, Tyler? And he has to guess. Dude, I love. I it. I want to know how much. You should get the there. chats to tell you who to do, put up there too. Yeah. Yeah, who do you want to see on Wednesday? Let me know before the end of the show because we've got 10 minutes here. Patrick asked, is Tyler sick? No, Tyler's a... Well, define sick. Like he's sick. <laughs> Tyler is sick. Um, not, sick yeah, with not it. literally, but he is at... Uh, he's doing boss stuff today. Yeah, he's doing like... Yeah, stuff that me and Liam don't do. <laughs> I believe I am in charge of the office right now. Yeah, Probably not. Dan would definitely have been there way longer than down. I have no. been. <laughs> Burn it down. All right. That way? Um, do we have a Wendy's game? I can um, pull it up quickly here too if we don't, but we gotta talk about the Wendy's game. I wonder how many people are left in this actually before we get to the options. I was out early in the week because I bet I'm not even signed in. <laughs> I gotcha. I was out early in the week because I'm terrible at this game and I usually take other people's advice. Looks like BJ wants us to do the flag of hungry. All right, we'll do the flag of hungry. There you go. Why don't you Which talk that way? I'll green, bring in Wendy. White and red. Hungry. There you go. There you go. You talk uh, that way. Yes, I'll bring in way. Wendy's. 19 plus, Dan. Please bet responsibly. Any bet you bet last night? I'm not a betting guy. Haven't been for a few years, but as long as people enjoy it and bet responsibly, that's all that matters. And exactly. 19 plus. 19 plus. And 19 plus. bet responsibly. Yes. Uh, tonight, like I said, this is a pretty good slate, actually. I'm going to go with, I mean, the Bruins are minus 125 on the road against the Islanders, which I don't mind. So I think that'll be my, my bet way bet. Although the Islanders have actually been in a bit of a decent run recently, but also the Boston Bruins, uh, one of the best teams ever. I was talking about this the other day, Dan, of just the way the Bruins have been able to continue their legacy for so long, like through multiple like changes. It's just like, Seems like it's just like next guy up. I'm curious what they're going to be once a guy like Marshawn leaves. Well, they were able to overcome what few have been able to since is the Peter Shirelli bump. True, true. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and they were able to get him purged. They had him in the organization longer than anybody had, and they were able to get him out of there right at the moment that they needed to. So yeah, I mean. It, there's a few teams in this league that just kind of retool and restock. They're like the Detroit Red Wings were during the nineties and into the two thousands. Yeah. They're like the New Jersey devils were during the two thousands. You know, there's just always going to be that team that kind of has the, the talent percolating throughout the roster. Liam ignores the hard flags. I know that one. I can't name it all, but it's like a bit of a sunrise kind of thing. The Australia one. No, he said a flag down there, but I can't, I don't know how to say it. Oh, say Seychellis. Yeah, I think it's like that one. Um, Do we have the yep. Wendy's? Yep. Let's take a look here. So these are our choices. What do we got, Aaron? I can't read them from the. So we got New York Rangers versus Boston. You can pick the winners, Rangers or Boston. Dallas over four and a half goals. 
Buffalo over 34 and a half shots, LA Kings over 20 and a half hits, Austin Matthews under 0.5 points. These are for Saturday, by the way. Yes. Lucas Raymond over 0.5 goals. Connor McDavid over 0.5 assists. Kadri over four and a half shots. Braden Shen to get one point. Dan, which of those do you like the most? Man, when credit to Wendy's and Daily Faceoff coming <laughs> this game's up. Fun. Hard choices there. Uh the Los Angeles Kings over 20 hits is yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably where I go. I uh, just yeah, that seems like a good wild card. Or maybe Braden Shen over a half point. That's what I was kind of thinking. In a bit blues. of an awkward angle, it's type of my left. The blues are the blues playing the flames. Is Maybe that that's why that coffee right in front of you? Or sorry, is Calgary playing St. Louis? Is that why uh, uh they're playing the lightning? Ah, uh, Brandon Shen has another point in his last three, only 16 points on the year, which is kind of surprising. I'm going Connor McDavid uh, yeah. or Austin Matthews just under because I want that to happen. McDavid isn't actually scoring many goals right now. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go McDavid over a, a system or hot because that's basically. What he's hitting every night. Yep. A Jamie Ben Kachuk fight? Yes, please. Let's do it. Well, that would be spicy. Although I don't think Jamie Ben takes that fight. No. And wisely, he probably loses. Brady Kachuk had a hell of a tilly last night. Yes, he sure did against uh, Tyler Tucker of the St. Louis Blues. I like to ask you this, and I do a lot of hockey fight stuff for Department of Discipline. Yes, you do. Who is the best fighter in the league right now since the last time we talked? Because that England kid yeah. is like 10 fights on the air. You still, like I still up. have to give it to Nick Delorier. Yeah, he's, he's my guy, but yeah, I'm rapidly becoming an Andreas England uh, stan. Yeah. The, if you missed it yesterday on hockey fights, uh, I posted the leaderboard as is right now. The national predators, of course, are the, uh, the leading out of the, the gate here after 29 games, we gave them a banner. Uh, one of the, one of our users gave them a banner for it, which was huge. Um, but yeah, then it goes, uh, it's them and then Minnesota, no. Yeah. Minnesota. And then somebody else at like 10, but the LA Kings have eight fights. Andreas England has seven. So he has almost the entire total of the uh, LA Kings. Who got the other one? I, 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 I was afraid you were going to ask me yeah, that. I, I can't, can't I I was remember. Trying to I'll play the outro. I, 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 exactly. Can we roll the tape? Roll the tape. Roll the tape. The interesting no. thing about Nashville is like, they don't have that guy who is by committee same. since they got rid of Tanner Janot. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like Jeremy Lazan, yep. Cole Smith. Yep. There's one other guy, I can't, his name's escaping me right now. He's been fighting a little bit there too, but I think it's three of them that are kind of dropping him, right? I, I can see his face. But yeah, I can't, I can't his remember, name. but I'll try and pull it up here. Yeah. They got rid of Austin Watson, who's been, has, is actually in the top three for fights. Uh, That's right. In Tampa as well. And he just, why, he fought against them the other day. No, he fired a puck at Jeremy Lazon. Did he? That, but he, did he fought of? in that game too, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, earlier in the game. Not Lazon, though. Lazon was just upsetting Watson, and he got nailed with a puck for it. Yeah, Jeremy Lazon, 50% on his fights this year. Okay, here it is. Da-da-da. Sorry, I'm sure this is riveting content. Luke Shen has one fight. Kiefer Sherwood has two. Cole Shen Smith has three. Yeah. Michael McCarron has three. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Lazon has four. There you go. So there you go. There you have it, folks. I guess before we go, I should let you know that Wendy's is letting you win real prizes. If you play that daily face-off game, which you can now play again on Monday, which yep. you can sub- go submit to right now. They have serendipitous. Then there's a way love that word because I can barely say it. It's is wonderful say it. coming you, out you of your mouth. It sounds serendipitous. It sounds so better. better right it sounds like a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, <laughs> that's, syrup, Wendy's, that's the serendipitous. <laughs> yes, the big secrets to the lineup is all serendipitous, like the new Wendy's limited edition chicken strips and French toast sticks. Sometimes the best teammates are the ones you least expect. Sign up to play the daily face-off survival pool now and win weekly prizes. So go sign up and play Monday right now. But there you have it, Dan. Another episode of me and you. Thanks for having me. I didn't even ask you until like an hour before the show. This is true. So there you go. Shout out Greta, Alberta Blue Cross, Sherwood Power Sports Marine, Sports Closet, Betway, Star, DoorDash, Wendy's, and Aaron and Dan. We'll see you guys on Monday. Thank you for watching throughout the week. Go Oilers, go. I'll see you for pregame tomorrow. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, 
Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.